Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F I B E R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Welcome back to the bar. Here are your bitches in charge. Bitch number one, And bitch number two, Kelly. Hello, hello, hello. Kelly, even though I'm in New Orleans, I did my homework because look, I brought a list of Patreon subscribers. Oh, yay. Good I job. I did it before I even left my house. So we oh, can that thank good. Patreon subscribers. Good. All right. So these are everyone... Well, not everyone. Here's a list this week of people who went <laughs> over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and subscribe to our exclusive content. And they get to access all kinds of fun things. And there's all of our old content, like all of our old shows, they get to go back and see now. So yeah, there's a there's tons there for people to see. And as soon as you sign up, you can go back and rewatch all of it. I can't believe we're already on season two. I know. Episode 11. I know. I was like, what are we going to do when this is over? We'll have to like recap movies. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's start off by thanking Megan, Kaylee, Abigail, Kristen, Emily, Sophie, Josie, KJ, Angela, Caitlin, Pepper. Pepper is so cute. Catherine, Ella, Hannah, Grace, Avery, Emily, Laura, Leanne, Jesse, Caroline, Eleanor, Sarah, Genevieve, Pink Lamborghini, Scarlett, Emily, Molly, Taylor, Aaron, Jamie, Maddie, uh, ooh, ah, Lucy, oh, Lucy Lou. Sorry, I thought it said Lucy Lou. <laughs> Lucy Lou. Um, I can't read my own writing. Raul. Uh, known terrestrial, Catherine, Ali, Keith, Caitlin, Megan, Isabella, Penny May, DJ, Busy4589, Natalie, Maddie, Casey, Travis, Sammy, Rachel, Sabrina Sweets, Brianna, Rose, Ashley, Caitlin, Jennifer, Tessa, Michelle, Sabrina, Reagan, Sophia, Alyssa, Camille, Rachel, Charlotte, Maggie, and Samantha. Thank you all so much. There's so many. I know. Crazy. uh, We have pages and pages left. We had almost caught up because I had forgot, you know, to bring them to New Orleans. Now we have like 700 pages left. So if I haven't said your name yet, I'm so sorry. We will get coming. (laughs) Coming. I promise. I promise. So I'm in New Orleans and I'm really glad that you're recapping because I'm in this room with like 7,000 foot ceilings. So I'm sure I don't sound great. Yeah. You are echoing a little bit. Yeah. And this is the room. So I stay at this like bed and breakfast. Yeah. They don't have that breakfast. So I don't know why it's called a bed and breakfast, but anyway. Um, and it's this old mansion that used to be a brothel. So there's like a secret staircase in the back where they used to like 
I am out of when the cops would come. But the room I'm in right now, the closet, every time I stay in this room, something in the closet wakes me up at night. It sounds like there's something to get out. It's the scariest thing. I don't know that I would like to stay there. Stay somewhere else. Well, I could change rooms. The other rooms don't have this, but I like this room because it's really convenient to everything I need. Um, and I, I'm okay, kind of, but last night that asshole woke me up in the middle of the night. I'm like, yeah. okay, leave me alone. Oh my All right. So what are you drinking? Oh, I have a crazy drink today. I don't know how much of it I'm going to be able to drink. Oh boy. <laughs> I went to this local bar that I go to. It's called the, the Tol- Tolvia. I think it, how, how you pronounce it. La Tolva something like that. But um, I have these two little bartenders that I like. It's Jeremy and Maggie. They made me a banana chocolate old fashioned. Oh. So So does it have whiskey in it? I think it's straight whiskey. Oh my Lord. Wait, wait, you didn't make this? Somebody made this and you brought it? They made it. Well, I was sitting there and I'm talking to them at the bar and I'm like, you know, I was talking about the podcast because they listen or whatever. Yeah. And um, I was like, it's so hard to come up with drinks every week. I'm like, I should come in every time before and have you make me a cra- a cold drink. And they came out with this banana old fashioned. I'm like, Ooh, it's a little strong for the middle of the day, but we'll try it. Wait, what are their names? I can barely even smell it. Oh. Yeah. Wait, what are their names? Uh, Jeremy and Maggie. Hi, Jeremy and Maggie. (laughs) (laughs) Next time they need to make me a little weaker drink, I'm thinking. I don't know. I might need a heavy drink just to look at that shirt the entire time we're Hey, man, this is a flashback from the past. That is a flashback, man. That looks like a costume. Be quiet. I mean, look, I had some costumes on myself. I'm just Yeah, yours are way more costumey than this. This This is what INC. Remember I how knew popular that used to be? I, you can tell their clothes right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The minute I saw it, I was like, that had to have been INC. Yeah. I actually think I had something else from that line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. All right. So because I'm like running around like a lunatic here, I didn't have time for anything. So I just ran to my my corner store. Yeah. I go in there literally every day and buy a 12 pack of beer for my workers. I swear to God, they think I'm a lush. I'm like, look, uh, I don't drink like a 12 pack of beer plus a bottle of wine every night. I swear to God. <laughs> just just uh, a bottle of wine. Huh? <laughs> no, I got these little, the, these are not from a Facebook ad. Uh, they're the Ciroc, like um, yeah. the vodka spritz. I've never yeah. tried them. So this is the Sunset Citrus. Look how far I have to hold that can away to read it. I'm like, uh, well, wait till you see me try to read these notes today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can barely read the first line. Well, wait. So here's my high class cup for my my hotel room. Oh, there you go. I got my pretty <laughs> cup today. This is one of those pretty cups with my silver my with my gold ice cube. She's my ice cube. Oh, I thought that was a banana. I didn't know. No, that. it's my gold ice cubes. Well, I'm drinking out of like a paper coffee cup. There you Nothing go. but the best here. Yeah. Oh, I was at um a different bar this weekend. <laughs> and um they had twisted tea on tap. I've never seen it on tap. Look at my Have mouth. You? <gasps> yeah. No. Yeah. I've never seen that. 
I would get that on tap in my home bar. That would be a good Yeah, thing. they had it on tap. I was like, huh. Wow. Was it, it's a little, is it? No, it's not carbonated. Huh. That's weird. But, yeah, I didn't get it. But, uh, no. I was, I was watching the Steeler game. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I was on my way to the airport only to have my flight canceled. Oh, yay. Yeah. Not the, uh, it's been a week, but I feel like every time we record, I'm like, it's been a week. Anytime you're doing major renovations or construction, it's just every time I turn around, it's something. Now, why don't you have your earphones on? Cause I don't have them plugged in. Like, can I, I, can I do it without mine? I don't know. Maybe. Well, because I have to wear these glasses and it's really hard with these things on and I don't know why I have to wear mine and you don't have to wear yours that's not fair all right take them off unplug them see if it works okay can you hear me I can't hear you oh well wait a minute maybe you need to switch the audio maybe you need to switch the audio what stupid Everybody listening is like these two idiots. We have to listen to them do technical things for half an hour. You look like a pilot with your glasses and your. Well, that's the stupid things that I have to wear on my ears. I don't know why you don't have to wear them. I don't know. You probably sound better than me. I don't care what I sound like. Well, it's a podcast, Kelly. You're supposed to care. Well, you're echoing, so I have to sound better than you. All right, look let's at my get little. Wait, I see you picking at your hair. It's gross. No, this is from where my cancer was. It's growing back in. That's exciting. I got some of them too. Yeah, well, just from, from being cancer? old. Mine's being old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it because this is a juicy. Uh, so we're on season two, episode eleven, and it's called Melissa pleads the fifth. Um, I, I, I like to plead the fifth. I would too. We never got to. We always. No, and I think that that is one of the huge, like, things that you and I can talk about in this episode is why this was such a big deal. Cause I think there's, I think there's parts of it that people aren't realizing why we were pushing this so hard. Everyone just thinks we're being bitches. And I'm like, no, there's a lot more to it than what you think. So this is a good episode for us to kind of like give behind the scenes takes on things. Cause I think people are going to be like, oh, that makes a lot more sense than what they've, they watched. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we are in Pittsburgh at the studio and we open up in studio a with Abby screaming to the girls to come in Mm -hmm. and she tells us that we have our fabulous tans because we Meanwhile. were in Miami. Yeah, While we were in the sun for like two minutes. And we're not allowed to have tan lines. That is rule number one of the ALDC. Hey, but we had our shoes on. I did see that. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm getting lucky here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Abby comments on us only having three of us, three moms in the room. So she says that the mother association is dwindling to a trio. And Melissa tells her that Holly's at work and they have their dramatic music. And Abby's like, of course. I, I, I don't know why she has such a problem with Holly working. I don't either. But um, were you wearing this dress in Pyramid? I don't think so. 
Is this a dress that you have on? No, it's a shirt. Okay. Cause whatever you and I were wearing in pyramid, we were like Prince central. We were like, I I had a purple and red, like it was black, the purple and red thing on it. And it had like black stones. It was ugly. I think I it was a, INT too, actually. I had some ugly shit on too, but we standing next to each <laughs> other, we probably made the camera like freak out. <laughs> ah. Okay. So we go to the pyramid and Nia is at the bottom and Abby tells her that um, her heart stopped when she forgot her solo. And she says that you guys always think I'm the bad guy, but I don't want any kid, even if it's not my student to stop. I, yes. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> I, I, okay. I like that she even said honey and she was super nice about all of it. She like, was, she, like her heart stopped. But when, when my kid does it, she's stupid. Yeah. Right. My kid's a loser, you know, yeah. an idiot. Yeah. But, um, she said that it, it should never happen again. And that Nia is better than that. Maybe she was being nice to Nia because she was so terrible to her the week before. Yeah, maybe. But then we have Mackenzie. And Melissa, she just looks at Mackenzie and shakes her head. And Abby said, there's some things to improve on. Great. Then then we go to Brooke. I think you did a great job. (laughs) That's all we got. I think you did a great job, but you're on the bottom. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't know why, but you're on the bottom. Sure. Uh, So we go to the middle row and it's Chloe. And she says her solo was excellent, but the trio was shaky. That's weird because last week in the episode, she said her solo was shaky, but she was great in the trio. Maybe she got mixed up. I don't know. Whatever it is. And Paige is actually on the middle row because she worked through her foot pain and even in the dressing room, instead of like icing her foot and elevating it, um, she was rehearsing the dance over and over. I did not mean to snort laugh, but I mean, Abby, Paige deserves to be in the middle of the pyramid because Abby clearly um, loves to see children like muscle through the pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Paige had fabulous hair. Oh, yeah. And I I made her outfit again. Oh, did a you? a pin on her. Um, but did you see me smile and wink at like Paige? Because she's up on the pyramid. I did. Yeah. And then on the top of the ro- pyramid, we have Maddie. And Abby says that she's challenged her to stay there for three weeks in a row. And she told Maddie, um, you know, to look at the judges and never take your eyes off of them. When she told Maddie where the judges were sitting. And I thought to myself, I wonder if she told any of the other girls that. What do you think? I'm thinking no, but I'm just pointing it out. I mine didn't have solos or anything, so well, Paige I, I was mean, in a trio with Chloe. No, and oh, that was that that week. Yeah. I thought that was Nia's. Never mind. Okay, no, no. So I mean, like Chloe had a solo. Paige and Chloe had a trio too, but I wish that she had pointed that out to them. That's my point. Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. Um, so Abby goes and tells them the girls that, you know, they're very lucky girls. They have beautiful homes and everything they need while some kids aren't so lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we, you're like, yeah, right. <laughs> well, but I think I was, 
I don't think that that's what my face meant. I thought that I was kind of like agreeing, like, yeah, you are lucky. Like that's kind of, I feel like I probably meant it, but people probably thought I was being a bitch. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, Abby describes like the theme of the dance that it's a, a homeless child. And she tells us that we are going to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And we everyone is in the group dance and it's called Trapped. It's a lyrical number. Maddie has a solo, also lyrical, and it's called Reflections. And there's a trio. Dun, dun, dun. Chloe, Maddie, and the, I love the like long pause mm-hmm, before girl. she announces it. Like, you know, <laughs> but yeah. it's Mia. And the song is um, Whatever I Want. Oh, I wasn't saying that I was writing down. I was saying, ah, to, um, Paige grabs Nina's hand when she got it. Yeah. Yeah. That was cute. Um, so then we go to Abby and interview and, um, she has on that weird necklace again. (laughs) Lips, (laughs) Plastic lips. What would ever possess you to buy that? I don't know. Especially at like 40 some years old, like maybe like a, Somebody young? Who? No, nobody young. People who are young have better sense than that. It's like <laughs> something your grandma wears to bingo. Do, does anybody wear that to bingo, bitches? No. No. No, no, no. Okay. So Nia is in an interview, and she says that she wants a trio really badly. She wants to show Abby that she can do a trio and work with others and dance. She says, I can dance. And she does, like, a cute little hand gesture. Mm-hmm. But Abby continues that if Nia doesn't keep up with Maddie and Chloe, (laughs) she she makes the weird face. She's such an, never mind. Uh, But Abby announces this week they'll be competing against Candy Apple and that she refuses to lose to Jill, Kathy, or Kendall. Oh, look, I'm rubbing my neck just like I was in there. Ah, you were. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. But okay, so here I am. Let me play devil's advocate again. And and we have seen this. And there are so many weeks that one child has three dances. This week, Maddie has three. She has a trio, she has a solo, and she has a group. So why couldn't, if Abby was mixing it up, put Chloe, Paige, and Mia in that trio? So Maddie only had to do two dances. Yeah. I don't you know, know, I just, and I'm not saying like it, I don't want people to take this the wrong way. I'm not bitching because Maddie has dances. I'm bitching because that's a lot for any kid to have. Yeah. And it's like all the girls want to dance because they want their chance. And it's so much pressure to have three freaking dances. Chloe often has three dances and I would be the first to be like, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. Three it times is. that they can screw it up. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a lot. So that's what I mean when I'm like, why can't you mix this up a little bit? So Abby dismisses the moms and tells that us that we have no jobs to do this week and we are all excited. Woo! But Abby tells the girls to stretch that they're going to begin the group routine and the moms go up to the mezzanine upstairs. Dance jail. Yay. I always called it the fishbowl. Yeah, it is like a fishbowl mm-hmm. or like a zoo. Like we're watching through the zoo glass. Yeah. 
So Abby's in an interview and she says um, about the group dance, it's about a homeless child and other kids in the neighborhood see her and lend pieces of clothing and, you know, that she helps them out. They make her not be homeless. Right. They have friends and whatever. Yeah. You have nothing really negative to say about the dance when we're sitting up there. You said, do you think it's going to be good? I'm going to drink for that because I always have something negative to say. Well, how about me? I'm like, well, I guess we don't need any rhinestones this week since we're since we're homeless. <laughs> uh, I think we did have a rhinestone on those. I think we too. did right in the middle of the thing. <laughs> I think there were three on there. I remember like three stones being yeah. on there. But yeah, but hey, it's way better than what we normally have to do. Three That's stones exactly I'll go right. with. Yeah. So upstairs, Melissa disappears. And I, I'm telling you, when we're in Chicago, we need to go to that street where all the bars are. And you're a smart ass and say <laughs> AA. Meanwhile, no, I, I say rehab. Street. I say rehab. Oh. <laughs> we did need to go to rehab, but I meant Rush Street. Was it Rush Street? I think. Isn't that what I it is? Isn't there like a golden triangle or something there too? I don't know, but I don't think we ever went. No, we never have time. Yeah. And honestly, like our big night out always was Saturday nights after we finished filming and we were always so exhausted. We would go and lay in a hotel room and, you know, like just veg out, veg out, drink wine, have yeah. the time to even have dinner. Sometimes we go to dinner. Yeah. Sometimes. Or the mall. We went to the mall a lot with the girls. Yeah, because we were gone and needed clothes. Yeah, exactly. That's why you have all those Macy's clothes. I know. We must have been near a Macy's that day, that week. Yeah. But so Melissa walks in with Holly, and Holly's hesitant about being excited and happy news in the studio. She, you know, and I say, how can we be (laughs) (laughs) that we're happy and excited, even with Abby in the building? That's actually funny. Yeah. Yes. Um, you haven't seen this kind of behavior in nine years in Abby and that she's maybe she's handling Holly with kid gloves. Yeah. After the week before I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone, it's so funny. All these comments, people are like, oh, well, it's when Abby said, blah, 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 and Abby said that, and everybody's speculating. And I'm like, I don't think anyone has talked about what really happened. So when everyone's talking about like, they think they know, I'm like, Oh, no, no, no. You guys have no idea because it's way more than what you think. Yeah. So Nia sees her mom come in and she's like giving hand gestures to Holly, like points to herself, like her and then three. So it's like she has a trio and Holly's all excited. Holly's so funny with all of her thumbs ups. Yeah. She's so (laughs) cute. Uh, But the moms ask Holly where she's been. Yeah. I don't know why she gets on her so much about that. I don't know. And then she tells us, you guys need a job. Quit sitting here. Yeah. But Holly announces that she's taking a leave of absence next year. So she's going to spend time with her family. She's tired of dividing up her time. And we're all excited because, and I think we're so excited because we're tired of hearing her being so mean to Nia. Seriously. Remember when she told Nia, your mother doesn't love you? Uh, Yeah. And I, I chime in and I say, you know, I never get to see my son's hockey game because I'm always at dance. 
Mm-hmm. And you, you make sure to point out that that you, Holly was at work full time yeah. and earning her doctorate and raising three kids. Sorry. I just wanted to see my kid play hockey. And you go, well, why, why can't I fit that in? And then you're even more of a bitch. You say I should give up my afternoon drinking Well, but to I make don't really extra time it. in my day. You're nice. I don't, I don't mean it because, um, usually if you're afternoon drinking, I was there with you. Uh, exactly. Why I want to, that's why I want to know why you said that. I don't know. I thought I was being funny. I wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. We'll forgive you. Okay. Look, we're afternoon drinking right now. We are. So we're at Candy Apples and Kathy calls in her little apples. (laughs) So weird. It's so weird. The Candy Apples thing is so weird. No wonder why people think it was made up. It's weird. Yeah. But she announces that they're going to competition in Chicago. And she tells Justice that he has a solo and that he's going to be their knight in shining armor. And that their group dance is a clown number. It's not a nose hook kind of clown number. It's very dark. Uh-huh. And Taylor is going to be the tightrope walker because she has incredible grunge tapes. Uh, a little now, foreshadowing. No, exactly. Now, that was not a pickup because... No, she was in the room. So I wonder if they knew that was going to happen. I mean, what are the odds of her saying that? And then she's the one that gets injured. I wonder if what happened was she went through each of the girls and said, you are this, 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 and this. And they just kept in the tightrope walker because of what happens. She could have said it like, you're going to be my like master ceremonies. You're my whatever. Cause like sometimes they would do that. You know, I don't think they had any way because Taylor was in a cast. Like, I don't think they had any way of knowing she'd really break her ankle. Yeah. Brian Stinson actually like threw something on the stage. Bro- maybe- <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> but Kathy tells her kids that, that we all know who the clown is and she lives in Pennsylvania. I actually thought that was funny. I thought that was too. That's what I have as my favorite line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the moms are dismissed and Kathy says um, that they're going to be finished in an hour. God, I wish I went to her studio because like to be finished in an hour, would that be like fabulous? We're there for like ever and ever and ever and ever. And she's like kind of nice. I think Kathy gets a bad rap, but she's at least nice to the kids. Yeah. Her kids. Yeah. But Abby and Gianna are at the front desk and like, how messy is the desk? <laughs> Shuffle. It's always such yeah. a And Abby's just wondering what she should do with Maddie's costume. Um, how to have her look homeless, but still be able to dance. Um, you know, she says in her interview that they they don't wear anything crazy and the moms have nothing to complain about this week because we don't have to stone any costumes. Don't worry. We will find something else to complain about. I promise. And did you see here that Abby has a matching ring to her lip necklace? Uh, I did not, but I am not. <laughs> Actually, I, I think I know that ring. I think I know that ring. Okay. So we now go to Nia doing her trio. The conversation goes to mm-hmm. that Abby and Gianna are talking about Nia. And mm-hmm. Gianna says it's a mess and that Nia never danced with Chloe and Maddie and mm-hmm. that those two are really good together. 
Um, but Abby doesn't want to like take Nia out because she doesn't want Holly to get mad because they had that big disagreement last year. Okay. Or last week. Funny thing is, is that when, when they were talking about the girls together, like they were saying that Chloe and Maddie are good in this trio. So obviously they're saying like, Chloe is like, like good. They're saying she's good, but every time otherwise she's talking about Chloe, she's shit. Just like when she needs Brooke to win, Brooke is great. And then yeah. other times she's shit. So I yeah. just like to point out that like, oh, they shit talk Chloe all the time, but she's good when they need her to be good. Yeah. But Jonna thinks they should pull it. And Abby wants to, but she doesn't want Holly down her throat. And then they go to talking about us, how we pick on Melissa every day. First of all, why is Abby concerned about us picking on Melissa? She doesn't give a shit what we do, like anybody else, unless it involves Melissa. Like if we were talking about Holly, she wouldn't care because she weren't really talking about her. I mean, we're just asking her about her engagement. Like, I feel like if we didn't ask her about it, it would have been weird, rude. Yeah. I didn't like when they showed the flashback of Melissa, when she, she's talking about us picking on her and she's telling Maddie that, did you catch that? She's telling all the kids that. I did not. No, no. Abby tells them later, but Melissa's the one who's telling Maddie in studio a, they show a flashback. Yeah. And I, and like, I think she says, Maddie, they're, they're mean to me yes. or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. I didn't like that. Me either. But Abby says we're like junior high kids. Cause we're um, jealous of Maddie. <sighs> that is but not the case. I don't understand why in that, why us asking Melissa about her engagement was us being jealous of Maddie. Exactly. What, right. what, what, what do the two the have to do with each other? Mm-hmm. Um, and then she goes that those two better back off or Melissa's going to lose it. They'll be sorry. And Holly is right there with us. Holly said more to Melissa than I did. The only thing I said to Melissa was, isn't Greg going to be upset if uh-huh. you don't like wear your ring and stuff? Yep. Yep. Like, I don't, I don't understand what was wrong with that comment. No. Well, we will talk about all of this in a few minutes. I'm sure. Okay. So uh, speaking of engagements and Gianna and Abby, I think somebody said Gianna just got engaged. I did see that. I didn't. I don't follow them. On I, social I did media. see that. <clears throat> is it Steve? Did she, I have no idea. Steve? I have no idea. Don't know. Okay. Now we're at Mohan's, which I wish I was there having some chicken wings and a cheese log. Oh, I love a cheese log. Oh. But it was just Melissa and Jill. And they oh, give a big hug. And Melissa asks Jill if she lost weight. And oh. she's like, is it due to stress? And Jill <laughs> says, there's no time to eat. <laughs> Meanwhile, we either had no time to eat or all we did was eat our feelings. Yeah. But <laughs> Melissa brings up about how long it is to drive to the candy apples. And Jill says that Kathy was very welcoming and is very good to Kendall. Um, and she said that she even booked her a performance with the Harlem Globetrotters. And Melissa looks like so shocked. And she's like, I love them. She must have liked Scooby-Doo too. She saw yeah. them on Scooby. Uh-huh. 
<sighs> so um, once their drinks arrive, Melissa or Jill asks Melissa about her engagement. And here we go with the dramatic music again. But <laughs> Melissa says, um, everything's great, but the other moms are very nosy and they're trying to get into her personal business. Uh, and, and Jill says that's because um, they don't have a good personal life. So they want to know about hers. Um, okay. First of all, we asked the same kind of question that Jill asked. Exactly. We asked, she yeah. asked about the engagement. That's the only thing we asked. So why is it we're nosy and butting in, but Jill isn't? And at this point, I don't think Jill knew us very well. So how can she make the assumptions or say that, that we have a good, don't have a good personal life? You have yeah. no idea. I don't think she yeah. even met my husband and seen us interact together. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think she's ever did mine either. Right. Uh, but Melissa is saying, you know, she's not discussing it. And Jill says it's nobody's business. And um, Melissa concludes with when I decide to get married, I'll let everybody know. But so okay. Jill says she's sorry that Melissa is stuck in that. I guess that means she's stuck with us. I guess. Is that what you got from that? I'm thinking. <laughs> You know, here's, here's the thing though. Um, oh no, never mind. Just go on. I don't care. I don't care. People are going to jump down my throat. I'll bring it up later. Okay. So they show, um, Chloe, Maddie, and Nia rehearsing the trio <clears throat> and Holly's upstairs telling us that how excited Nia is to do the trio. But mm-hmm. Holly says that she's concerned because, Chloe and Maddie have more experience doing duos and trios together. And then you add that they don't want Nia to be like the scapegoat and mm-hmm. like her, her to mess it up. And, you know, everybody well, if the trio doesn't blame do it well, on Nia. Blame Nia. But uh, excuse you, you skipped over a very important part. What? Headband. Oh my God. He's wearing a headband. I can barely even smell this thing. Oh my God. What do you mean you can't smell it because there's so much whiskey? Yeah. Holy shit, okay. it stinks. Oh. Not much of this is going to be drank. A pineapple passion now. Oh my God. Ah, I think I'm drunk on just touching my lips to it. Oh God. Oh, are your lips numb? Ugh. Is your tongue numb? Ah, it's gross. Oh, sorry. sorry. Sorry, my bartender friends, but what? I don't Holy like shit, that. that's very strong for the daytime. I don't like whiskey. Yeah. Oh, I don't like whiskey at all. I just spilled my drink. So right. then we get to see some farm animals because we're going Boo. to candy apples. Boo. I think this Those time pigs. it was pigs. Weren't they pigs? They were pigs. Yeah. Usually we see like cows or something, but now it's pigs. And those pigs were eating. Yeah. Don't they know? Stop eating. That's why they're fat. Right. Oh my God. It's true. And you can't put lipstick on a pig. It'll still be <laughs> mm. So um, the candy apples are doing their group rehearsal and Kathy um, just does some corrections and the kids finish dancing and Kathy, she's going to finish with Vivi <laughs> and that she's not going anywhere, baby doll. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Did you see Vivi's wearing makeup? Yeah. A lot of makeup. Yeah. For like practice. 
I thought that was kind of strange because she's only six. Like, I mean, my kids were, I mean, our kids wore makeup. Yeah. They weren't six. And it wasn't stage makeup. I, yeah, it was just I, like a little mascara. Yeah. And honestly, look, anytime there are lights on you, which there are lights on you and yeah. you live in Pittsburgh, you need some makeup, so yeah. no, no sun, you look great. Although the kids did have a little bit of a tan. You need a little bit because you're on camera and you just look dead. My yeah. God, Jill used to try to put blush on Clara on the bus. She'd be like, come here, you need a little blush. <laughs> Clara was too. Um, so now we're back at the ALDC and there's three days to competition. And Abby's the- wearing a headband. Oh my God, Abby, stop. Because I can't drink this. Ugh, I'm telling you, I can only touch it to my lips. Ew. You need like a chaser or you need to cut it. I, I got a Diet Coke, but that's almost gone. Oh. Okay. So then we show us upstairs and Melissa's like really fidgeting with her hands. Mm-hmm. And you can tell how nervous she is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you notice that she is not wearing her engagement ring. Uh-huh. So you ask, where is it? And Melissa says she's just not wearing it. Okay. We go to interview and you say, Melissa still won't discuss her engagement. And now she's not wearing her ring. What's going on? Sure. And this is when I say, Melissa, isn't that going to hurt Greg's feelings? I mean, I think if I got engaged Mm -hmm. and I didn't wear my ring, I think my fiance would be kind of upset. Yeah. I don't wear my ring when I'm down here working. And my husband's always like, where's your ring? I'm like, I'm But but you've also been married for a zillion years. I I mean, they just got engaged and it's like, almost like, are you embarrassed to be engaged to me or something? But I'm saying my point is I have been married for 20 years and my husband still will ask me where's my ring. upset. Yeah. Yeah. But um, hello, you were drinking out of a red solo cup. I know. (laughs) I've moved on from the coffee cups. Everybody knows it's not coffee in there. At least I'm showing mine. Right? Yours is hidden again, I guess. <laughs> but I jokingly asked Melissa if she would like me to wear the ring. So when I get my new one made, I can see if that's how I want it. You're such an asshole because you were always after the ring. And I'm going to tell the ring story on Patreon today. Oh, of me buying one. Yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about that. I, I'm still being tortured from that. Oh, I can't stand you. I hate your guts. So Holly says, you know, once she put it on, once she put her engagement on, she never took it off. And Melissa just gets real silent and makes a face. Um, so then Holly asks Melissa if the girls say anything about it or if they notice that she's not wearing the ring. Mm-hmm. And apparently this is the last straw because we then hear Melissa grab her keys and she leaves. Uh, no, she doesn't leave. There well, is a tirade that goes on. Yeah. Yeah. But Melissa's in an interview and she says that she thinks the moms are nosy because they're jealous, but she's not sure. She's happy in her life and the moms should worry about their own children and Melissa will worry about hers. What are we jealous of? I cannot stand that that is Abby and Melissa's go-to like projection on us. Yeah, yeah. I am not jealous of your engagement or like your relationship or I I, I wasn't. I'm yeah. not. I still am not. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. 
we're asking questions and uh, like, honestly, we're being told to ask these questions. Exactly. Exactly. Like, here's the thing. You sign up for a reality show, okay, that obviously is driven from conflict. You are not willing to have any conflict with the teacher because the teacher has told you time and time again that she's only going to protect you and your family on television, okay? So you sign up for a show, you have to engage in some sort of conflict. So the only people left are us. Exactly. And when there is something happening like an engagement and we're told to talk about it, we're not jealous. We're doing our job. Exactly. You know? Yep. Uh, but Melissa's going down the stairs and she's, you know, hollering up that she's not going to the competition this weekend. And she bursts into Studio A and apologizes to Abby for interrupting. But she tells them that these people are starting it again. So my kids and I are leaving and we're not going this weekend. Let's be and- very clear here. When she says these people are starting it again, she's not talking about us. She's talking about production. That is like the the fourth wall. You can't break it. So she had told production, we're not talking about this. And so that is made to look like it's us. I don't know. I think she was talking to us too, just because we were asking But I think she was saying these people, because she's like, I'm not talking about Yeah. Well, that's probably why she didn't say the moms. Right. You know, it's these people, because it's the moms and the producers. Exactly. And then she calls us motherfuckers. I know. She like mumbles it under her breath. (laughs) She's smart. That me, I would have just been screaming that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. Uh, So they show, you know, Maddie is standing with Abby crying in Studio A, and then we're upstairs just like looking down at them, like, what the hell is going on in there? Because it escalated so quickly. Yeah. Like, I I mean, I don't know how it got so big. Ever just asking why she wasn't wearing her ring. I don't either. So, you know, Melissa just says that they're not going and, you know, she wants Maddie to come and Maddie's crying. And Melissa says that, you know, she'll let Melissa or Maddie go with Abby if Abby will take care of her. And of course, Abby says yes. Mm-hmm. And so Abby and Maddie are hugging and Mackenzie and Melissa leave the studio. And we're still you- just looking stunned and confused up there. Can you imagine... If if this was any of us, like Abby, can you take Chloe? Like I'm leaving, I'm not going home, and Chloe crying. Uh, you would be corner. you would be the white trash that like left your child. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, you're you're saying you know that um, we were just asking. Melissa tells us everything, like the nooks and crevices, <laughs> like in the last episode. But um, she doesn't think that we were. You know, you say we're not. We were not being offensive to Melissa. She no. just wasn't wearing her ring. Yeah. And Holly says it's very bizarre. And, you know, she tells us again how she never took off her engagement ring. Mm-hmm. And you say we all have our meltdowns, but she runs to Abby. True. Yeah. And I say that's because that's her protection. And yes, and she does have Abby to protect her. We yes. do not. We We need protection from Abby. Melissa yeah. has protection from the producers and from us through Abby through Abby. Yeah. 
You know, Abby just said recently on a YouTube video, I do not watch them, but somebody had like messaged us at some point that she said that Melissa called a lot of the shots with the producers behind the scenes. But Holly feels bad. Um, she didn't mean to cross the line with Melissa. And we we looked out and we see that Abby's watching us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's telling the kids that they need to tell their moms that to keep their mouth shut and to stay away from Melissa. Beyond inappropriate. Beyond yeah. inappropriate. And, and the whole time she's sitting down there like ranting and raving like about us and how horrible we are because we asked questions. Mm-hmm. And there, then she says, there's two things that you don't, talk about and that's wedding and divorce sure and it's none of our business that we're trying to cause problems okay but wait a minute when abby first found out she was melissa was engaged she was pressuring Mackenzie, maddie and chloe mm-hmm. for all the scoop uh and remember yeah. and maddie wouldn't let chloe tell her what this the story the was story chloe was. said she liked the story so abby was asking questions about it too so take your own advice and P.S. It's not weddings and divorces you don't ask questions about. It's politics and religion you don't discuss. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I think it's really inappropriate to pull the kids in and be like, control your mothers. Because the kids are like, like that is whipping them up into a frenzy. And it also is showing the kids that Abby is on Melissa's side and we're the bad guys. Yes. Yeah. So I go down and I, I say, I'm taking my kids. Yeah. And, and I'm screaming it, through the window. Do not speak to our children that way. Yeah. I thought it was cute. Brooke and Maddie were hugging. Yeah. I mean, even through all this, the kids were all still friends, you know, mm-hmm. but um, you tell Abby to stop screaming at her kids and they cut to Abby having like an imaginary gun. Like she's blowing her head off. Could you imagine in 2022 doing that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I opened the door to Studio A and tell Abby to stop screaming at the kids. And Abby's like, Kelly, you're an adult. And I'm like, I don't care. What does that mean? What does that mean? That I'm an adult. I don't know. Because Melissa opened the door two minutes before. So I don't know if it was because I opened the door or because I was asking Melissa questions. Like, because I guess she said we were acting like we were teenagers asking all these questions. But again, I'm going to go back to Melissa signed up for being on a reality show. When you're on a reality show. You have to talk about things you don't want to. We talk about things I don't want to talk to you about all the time. Every week. All the time. And also, if your kids are going to be featured as like the stars of the show, being like they're the stars, nothing goes wrong, you're going to have to step up and play ball too. Like you can't just sit there and have- Well, obviously not. Well, I, I don't think that ever happened. So, but that's what I, I, that was always my argument to her. I'm like, the minute the cameras come on, you shut your mouth and we're carrying the show. People are tuning in to see the drama. Your kids are being elevated and we're made to look like idiots. Open your mouth. Yeah. That was yeah. always my argument with Melissa. Yeah, I agree. But so I, I'm, trying to take my kids out and Abby's screaming at me. And I tell her that, um, you know, she's telling me to be an adult and I'm saying, I don't care. And she's like, Melissa doesn't talk about your husband. And I'm like, <laughs> Abby talks about my mother. And you said, so shut up, Abby. <laughs> well, because that's when, when she was talking about my mother, that was when the time when I called her a whore, remember? Yes. Cause you remember the shit she said about my mom, yes. but that's okay. 
Yes. I, I'm not allowed to ask if Greg is upset because she's not wearing her ring, but she's allowed to ask, say the shit. Call your mother a whore. My mother. On yeah. national television. Exactly. So I, I don't see how that works. Obviously, we did not have the right kind of protection, Christy. No. But so they show us upstairs and Holly points out that, um, you know, she didn't think we said anything wrong. And in Holly's interview, she said, a friend is a friend. You shouldn't have rules. <clears throat> Sorry. You shouldn't have rules and obligations about what you can and can't say. You, or you shouldn't have to like tiptoe around everything. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. And Holly says that Abby has no clue and is um, talking on mis- misinformation. Mm-hmm. Because Melissa, she only is hearing Melissa's side of the mm-hmm. story. Yeah. You know, I mean, she she can't hear what we're saying up there. Yep. So when Melissa goes in the room and says that we're, you know, attacking her with stuff, you know, we weren't there to defend ourselves. Not that we really even would have probably. <laughs> oh, but it's just the point. Yeah. But so then you, you end up leaving. Mm-hmm. You you go downstairs and say that, you know, let's get our kids out of the room, that we're not dealing with this. Uh, we, we did nothing wrong. And Abby, or Holly says that um, she's fabricating it and it's all a lie. And I love that line also because yes. Holly, Holly doesn't usually say much about stuff like that. Yes. Yes, okay. Holly, she was fabricating it. And it all was a lie. Secrets are lies. Lies are secrets. Everything's a lie. Yep. Um, so Abby is behind the messy front desk. Oh God, Abby's wearing a headband. Oh my God. And just so you know, Abby's wearing a headband. She's wearing fur. I'm wearing fur and you're wearing fur. I know. Mine was just my coat though. Yeah. Well, I think you should drink. I just did. You need to drink for all the fur. There's a lot of fur. There's fur drinking happening, Kelly. Drink for your Uh. fur. Dance for your puppy, drink for your fur. I, I didn't like your fur. Oh, I, the roadkill vest? No, neither did I. <laughs> Why did I rewear that? I never rewear anything. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. But so me, you, and Holly are standing at the front desk, and Melissa walks in. And, you know, Abby says, I knew you wouldn't let Maddie down. And Melissa is, replies and says, no, I won't let my daughter down. What about Mackenzie? Exactly. Yeah. But I look at Melissa like I'm like pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> you said this is a crock of shit. It was a crock of shit because yeah. it, <clears throat> I, I mean, we get in trouble. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f? are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees Promoting for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest in Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. I started using Acorns a few years ago, and I have it set up that if I'm spending money out in a store, I just round up to the nearest dollar so that extra change I don't even realize is gone. But what's amazing about it is it's being invested inside the portfolio that fits my goals. And then I look at that balance and I'm always so excited to see that money there because it feels like this secret bonus money to me. And you can start investing too by heading to acorns.com slash bar or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorn.com slash bar. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities LLC, member FINRA-SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. For stuff that we weren't even doing. Yeah. 
and then I say in my interview also that Melissa just came back to stay in Abby's good graces so her daughter can get ahead. <laughs> and what I meant by that was Melissa would never get on Abby's wrong side. Sure. Because then Abby wouldn't. That's why Abby was mean to our kids because we were never stood up for Abby or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's why she always did that kind of stuff because she didn't want her to turn on her kids like she did on ours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Abby's walking away and says, if the shoe fits, wear it. Yeah. And you say you're the biggest one. <clears throat> well, I said you, oh, maybe I meant to say you'd need the biggest one. She would need the biggest shoe. Yeah. Because she's the biggest asshole. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, we know what you mean. Okay. Oh, Abby changed headbands between now the desk and rehearsal. Oh, for the love of God. Your tongue's going to be fuzzy. I know. Please. Like, see, I haven't gone down much. I can, like, give tile measurements in my house. I'm going to be like, fuck it. Just put it on the wall. So then we go to the girls rehearsing in Studio A and Abby's barking at them that they have two days left before competition and that everybody is amazing in the Midwest, like all the studios. Everyone's amazing everywhere. I know. But did you look at Paige's abs standing wow. there? I missed them. I couldn't get over her abs, man. I wish <laughs> I had those. God, she didn't get them from me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ah. see her abs there. Goodness, I did. <laughs> Abby's in the interview and um, she repeats that she chose this topic since the girls are pri privileged and a lot of kids their age aren't. Yeah. Who else's parents spend 16 <clears throat> grand a year on dance? Yeah. Just a bunch of assholes. Yeah. But Abby tells Maddie um, she better um, seem like a homeless person that hasn't eaten or bathed and is in a box. Um, she needs to act it out. <laughs> okay, this is a sick thing to tell Maddie. Don't look like you ate or bathed and you <laughs> live in a box. <laughs> hey, but at least we're our girls are gonna befriend her and help her out. You Not know? beat her like in the slave number. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. At least once we're we're good people. The kids are good people in this. Yeah, thank God. But Abby wants people to know that um at the end, somebody else is in the box and she wants people to know that homeless children still exist. Like the problem still exists. What's in the box? What's so, in the box? Yeah. <laughs> but the girls should think about this tonight while they sit in their big bedrooms and their big, beautiful homes. And Melissa's acting like nothing happened yesterday at all. It was like, Locker. yeah. Um, and Melissa tells us that she went to lunch with Jill and that she likes her. She thinks she's very nice. And, you know, we say that we found it strange. And you say that you're keeping your friends close and your enemies closer. <laughs> Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Yep. And Holly says in her interview that um, her friendships with Melissa and the dance moms can be hard to understand. They're not typical friendships. Everyone has blow-ups. Melissa gets mad, storms out of the studio, and returns the next day acting like nothing ever happened. And then we don't talk about it. Ever. Which is so true. Mm -hmm. Ever. Never. We never discuss it. Yeah. But Melissa's telling us how she's amazed that Jill's at Candy Apples. And you point out that um, Jill likes Candy Apple because Kendall's the star there. 
and that the other moms are like very welcoming to Jill and Kendall. So, and you're using E6000. I'm making a costume, of course. Yeah. I thought she said we didn't have to make a costume. Exactly. Lies. Yep. All lies. But Melissa continues to tell us that Jill thinks Kathy's amazing. And you say that's going to change. Yeah. You say that that speaks volumes about Jill. (laughs) And you wonder if Melissa like does these things for Kendall just to get a dig at Abby. And, um, then she tells us about, you know, Kendall doing the thing for the Harlem Globe Trotters at the halftime performance. And, you know, Melissa tells us, you know, Kathy's been by her side the whole time. And I say that it's, that's going to be Kathy's claim to fame. Mm-hmm. I love Holly's face the entire time. She's like. <laughs> I love that face Holly makes. I do too. It's like a Grinch face or a I I actually have a, I have one, a picture of her, I guess, still shot. And I think her hand is kind of like up in the air and she looks exactly like the Grinch. Grinch. If I could paint her green, she would have been the Grinch. So Abby, we're back at rehearsal. It's Maddie's solo. And um, Abby's telling Maddie that she's the only one that was picked for a solo and that we have two days to finish the number and to get it clean. And, you know, Abby and Mackenzie or Abby and Maddie are rehearsing and just getting corrections. And Maddie says in her interview, um, she tells us about her solo and that she really likes it and that she's portraying Snow White and she's looking in the reflection of a mirror. Mm-hmm. Did you see she had that little like fur? Maddie had that yes, little fur she white stole, thing on. She stole something from Jill there, but I thought yeah. she was very pretty. Yeah. I thought it was very pretty on her. Yeah. So then we have Abby. Telling Maddie that um, she's dancing on a big stage in front of a lot of very impressive resume judges. Sure, Jan, a big stage. Okay. Well, like, we're always on the same kind of stage, other than if we're on a gym floor, aren't we? Was but the I stage that, different? No, it wasn't. But I, I didn't know if I was like, missing something. Abby's like petting Maddie's hair, like, darling. Uh huh. Yeah. <sighs> so then, you know, Maddie's practicing some more, and Abby's tells her, don't throw your head up. Like you don't want to look like Kendall. Could it be ruder? I know. Like I I think a lot of people would want to look like Kendall. Yes. I thought that was dance like Kendall or whatever. Like I wrote, could you be ruder? Like that was rude. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Apparently maybe, uh, I don't know. What did she always say about us? Whenever we say something like, like white trash, whatever. Like that's kind of trashy to talk about another kid. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So then they show us entering the competition in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And we're all wearing our little outfits. Yeah. Because we're all so cute. You're the cutest. And Abby in her interview says that this is important to the ALDC. <sighs> that, Everyone's you know, important. we have to do well. Um, that all the judges know Abby and her history and have worked with some of them. The, the judges have worked with some of her alumni. I'm thinking the judges know dance moms, not Abby at this point. Yes. 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 Then we show Kathy saying, come on, apples, let's go. <laughs> so insane. Yes. Okay. Ah. 
Kathy's wearing fur, P.S. And oh Jill goodness. is wearing like a full on red satin, like ruffled wrap coat robe. <laughs> I love how you satin wrapped. <laughs> It's full on satin ruffled wrap coat. Like it's like a wrap coat robe. It's really a lot. Uh, I'm going to have a little cocktail sip for those. Oh, I'll have a a touch to my lips. Just a little smidge. Just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah. Uh, So Kathy goes and she checks on Kendall and asks um, if she feels good to be an apple. Yeah. I love it. And she says, yes. Yeah. Yeah. This week. Sure. That all changes quickly. <laughs> I love that Jill and Kathy become like public enemy. Oh, they, they hated each other more than anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Jill and Kathy loathed each other in real life. In Yeah. In real life. Yeah. It wasn't even just like, like I, 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 I fought with Kathy on the show just because the it was the show. I would rather fight with Kathy than fight with you guys. Same. So I, it was very easy for me to fight with Kathy, but easy I had nothing too. against Kathy ever. No, I was like, oh, okay. I think Kathy's actually very entertaining and very easy to fight with. Cause like her, the shit she says is so wild. It's easy to fight with, but like Jill hated her. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. So we go to the ALDC dressing room and we're getting the kids ready. And Abby's talking about the competition and she's telling everybody, go over your dances. And um, you know, she she's helping telling Maddie about her foot placement. Mm-hmm. And we go to Abby in the interview and it says Maddie is competing against justice. Maddie is amazing. Abby believes in her. She is nervous because the ALDC doesn't like to lose, especially to Sick, some hick from Ohio. I would love to know how people who lived in Ohio felt about that. Right? About being some that. hick, like some hick, from, some Ohio. hick from, Ohio. from Ohio. I would love to know. Like, I said something about like homeschooling once when Sophia Lucia is going to come on, and I got annihilated by the homeschool community. Well, did the entire state of Ohio come after Abby from saying some hick from Ohio? Probably not. Right. So Kathy's showing everyone how to put on purple eyeshadow and rhinestone. Oh my gosh. Did you see earlier? They all had it on. (laughs) It's so bad. Kathy's telling everybody to stretch and to stay out of Justice's way so he can concentrate. (laughs) So Kathy in interview says that um, I think that Justice is going to do a great job and he'll force Maddie to see um, what happens when a technical boy is in her category. Mm -hmm. And Kathy asks Jill if she feels good about being an apple. And Jill says, an apple a day keeps Abby away. (laughs) And everybody laughs and agrees with Jill. Yeah. Mm -mm. If they don't sell apples at McDonald's, okay, they sell apple slices. So maybe not. So Abby and Maddie are like, Abby's giving Maddie corrections on her solo. And the stage runner comes in and calls for beautiful and is, is that the real name of her solo? I don't know. It could have, I mean, we would call things whatever and they would change yeah. the post all the time. I'm sure. Yeah. People will come up to me and be like, oh, I love that dance of Brooks. And I'm like, I, and I had never even heard the name of it. And that's because they named it something different on the show yeah. and I didn't watch the show. But when we had it in the um, studio, it was something different. Right. 
But so they show Maddie and Justice backstage and they have Maddie in interviewing saying that she's nervous um, when she competes against boys because they're really good. And it is hard to compete against boys. Oh, yeah. I, I think boys, they they score boys differently because there's not so many of them. Right. And they don't, and they want to encourage them to keep dancing. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, Maddie goes first and they, which they, they called it reflection. They, they say number three reflection, but then Paul runner just called her in and called it beautiful. So who knows? Like that that was like a mistake. I think in, um, Mm -hmm. when they were editing, they totally missed that. But um, then we have Abby in interview and she said, Maddie was brilliant. Um, It's tougher to win against boys. And especially when there's two male judges, sometimes they go with the boy because they want the boys to keep dancing. You know, like Abby and Melissa gave Maddie a standing ovation for this dance. But they were screaming too. We're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to do that. Um, I, I, don't think that this dance was like the choreography. Maddie always executes her choreography very well. I didn't think this dance was anything different than what we had seen Maddie do. There are dances coming up that I can specifically remember being like spectacular. So it was funny for me to hear Abby being like, Maddie was brilliant. I didn't, this wasn't one of those dances that stood out to me that I remembered. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe she was just saying that because she wanted to like hype it up against justice. I don't know. But like I can name dances that I was like, that was absolutely Amazing. spectacular. Yeah. And this yeah. wasn't one of those. I thought it was kind of like, eh. yeah, it's pretty. She did it well, but it wasn't yeah. like Your anything favorite. different. Yeah. Well, then. Uh, Justice performs and Abby's making a funny face the whole time he's dancing. <laughs> I like this dance. I thought Justice did well. Yeah. He has very good legs. And yes. Beat, I thought. Yes, he does. And but I think Melissa says that. M- Melissa in her interview says he's cuter than a button with great legs and feet. Maddie, Maddie definitely has some competition. Mm-hmm. Then Gianna says that the number will be scratched if they don't get out there. Because mm-hmm. we Awards are next. Yeah, go, go, go. No pressure. Do well. Go, go. No pressure. Do well. Go. So they show Nia and Chloe rehearsing in the wings. And Nia in the interview says that she's excited for the trio, but it's hard to keep up. I, I think that, that was, was so sweet. Up. No, think? I think that was a pickup. I don't think Nia really said that. I think they made her say that. You do? I do. I don't think Nia would say that. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows what happened behind those doors of the interviews? (laughs) True. Um, Well, and also what I say next makes me sound like an asshole. And I'm like, I don't recall saying this. That you were apprehensive watching Nia do it? Yeah. And I don't want her to screw up. Yeah. If I said that, I think what I probably finished and they may have cut it was like, I don't want her to screw up so she doesn't get in trouble. But it just made it seem like, oh, Nia's going to screw up the dance. And I would have never, ever said that about anybody. Yeah. I wouldn't have. Yeah. If anything, I would have said about my own kid. Yeah. Well, Abby says in her interview that her favorite moment was the ending pose because it was over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chloe and Maddie danced sharp. 
and Nia was a bit behind and sloppy, but it's up to the judges now. Okay. It's always just up to the judges, really. It is, really. So we go to the Petite Solo Awards, and Maddie got first for Reflection, and Justice didn't even place, which that surprised me. Yeah, I don't know how Justice didn't place. That surprised me. Yeah. But, um... Then we did the junior overall duo and trio awards and the trio called whatever I want did not place in the overalls. Mm-hmm. Chloe says that she wishes the trio would have won first, um, but the, you'll get them next okay. time. I thought that was cute. Yeah. <laughs> and you say that the trio didn't place because Abby gave it no attention and um, she'll use this as an excuse to give Nia not to give Nia any more trios, which I agree with that. Yeah. But then you're in interview again saying that the moms went to lunch and left their kids with Abby. Okay. Let me just say, say yeah, this did not happen in this sequence. Yes. We would have never left the competition ever in the history of the universe. And we would have never left our kids with Abby. Ever. We would have never. I think this was filmed when we landed in Chicago and they put it in, in the competition so that it came towards the end of the show for drama. We yeah. would have, we were, first of all, we were all wearing different outfits. We would yeah. have never left a competition. And it like, when I, cause I don't remember watching this episode. When I watched this, I was like, this is so raw like this is just such bullshit like I just wanted to be like this did not happen here and we walked in when it was light and we walked out when it was dark dark. I'm gonna tell you a story when you finish talking about what happened I'm gonna tell you the story about what went on outside because it's actually really funny and I got in trouble yeah okay well we're sitting at lunch and Holly asks um if Melissa is not joining us or does anybody know where she is or why she didn't come. And I'm in the interview saying that Melissa has been on edge. It's uncomfortable. And she won't, that she won't talk about the engagement and that she blew up at us at the studio. And we're both, uh, I think me and Holly are both wearing fur, but I do. You are. I do love your orange sweater. You made fun of me wearing that sweater. No, wait, because I needed to know if the turtleneck was just a necklace or was it connected anywhere? It was connected in the back. In the back. Yes. I but then it was like open. it now that I look at it. And it was something I, different. I was trying to be different. P.S. You asked about cold shoulder sweaters or shirts. Yeah. I ordered a sweater last night from Zara that is cold shouldered. I'm telling you, I've been seeing them everywhere. Yes. I thought they, like, that shit was out. I got to pull that stuff back out again. I'm telling you, I have a lot. Me too. Although mine probably aren't in style because they're probably covered in sequins. <laughs> <laughs> I got some sequins on today. This one was I'm cute. Fancy. It had like a button here, like it buttoned right here, and then it went down, and then the sleeves opened with buttons. It was very cute. But yeah. it reminded me of your orange sweater. Oh, cool. Yep. So Holly tells us that she doesn't know where she stands with Melissa. She, you know, she's very confused. She doesn't know what she can and can't say. And you decide that you're not going to beat around the bush and ask us if we got a letter from the attorney. 
and you hold up your, your little letter yeah. and Holly holds hers up and I'm looking for mine. <laughs> of course I'm, I'm unorganized. <laughs> and you say in your interview that all the moms got a season desist letter from an attorney regarding the discussion of Melissa's personal life. We all had the same attorney and he sent us an email. Do you remember? Mm-mm. We did not get a paper letter. They did print out that letter. Like, so we had paper. We were on our way to Chicago. We were sitting on the plane and I checked my email and I don't know if you checked or Holly checked. We all were looking at our email and we absolutely received an email because the four of us had one attorney at that time. And we received a letter from that attorney that told us we were not allowed to discuss Melissa's personal life on camera because Greg was, oh, how do I want to tiptoe around this? Like he was not divorced yet and us talking about it put them in a bad situation. And so that's why we got the letter. We weren't supposed to talk about it because it didn't, they didn't want to give it ammunition. We did get a letter. It wasn't on paper, but it was. Yeah. 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 Like we got a letter. And so when everyone's like, oh, I I just don't understand how you can send a letter like that when you're on a reality show. That's that's my point. And that's what. So if I would have got an attorney this early on, I then maybe I wouldn't have been shown as an asshole on the show. Because exactly. I and had my attorney say, saying, you ain't allowed to say anything negative about me. Like, that's not fair. We both signed up for the point. contract. We our all signed up for was, the same contract. You can come after me for anything. How many times was I called white trash on television? How many times were you called a drunk or an alcoholic? Whatever. Yeah. We yeah. were asking about an engagement. And we were getting attacked from every side. But then we were being told we had to talk about it on camera. Yeah. And so it was like, what are you supposed to do? Um, Because clearly when you sign off on something like that, you are allowed to talk about it. Yeah. You could talk about anything. You could have talked about what fucking size bra I wore. I mean, that's not that big of a deal. Um, (laughs) That time it was a 34B. Now (laughs) I'm at least a C. But you know what I mean? Like, and, and that was the thing. So when everyone's like, this, this letter didn't come. Yeah, it did. We were sitting on the plane because we were all like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but Holly says she's glad that she wasn't the only one to get the letter. Um, and you say, you know, friends don't sue friends. <laughs> that she talks about her sex life and, you know, stuff like that. But apparently marriage is taboo. And you think that she got it backwards. I mean, look, I know things. Uh, me too, but yeah. I, I don't want to know. Exactly. Um, Holly says, you know, she didn't think it was off limits. And you pointed out that nobody sues over discussion of normal things. And you're chugging a Corona. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, and then I go to interview saying that my feelings are hurt. Um, that I've known Melissa for a long time and I love her kids if they were my own. And all I wanted to do was, was talk to her and find out what the problem was. Then you point out that Melissa only wants um, people to see the one side of her, uh, but the moms know the best and have seen all the sides of her, the good, the bad, and the sneaky. 
But that's going back to being on a reality show. You you can't sign a contract that says I'll be on a reality show and only be one dimensional. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. it's not that's not the way it goes. Yeah. Like we were shown every week as jealous and assholes and bitches. And like, guess what? There's a lot more to us than just that. Yeah. But yeah. you can't. I don't but know. they only showed the bad, but with Melissa, we didn't, we weren't allowed to show the bad because she got an attorney. Right. Like that's what was frustrating. That is, that is the root of what was frustrating. If we all got attorneys, there wouldn't have been a show. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. But Holly mentions how weird it is to sue people and then act like everything's normal. And you point out that, um, she only threatened to sue. And Holly brings up the letter and Melissa says, what letter? Oh, because Melissa Holly- just rolls in in the most disco ball jacket I've ever seen. <laughs> it was like a sweater ball. It was like, ball. and it was like zipped up over her boobs and her cleavage is out. It was very aggressive. Yes. But Melissa acts all surprised, like what letter? And Holly shows her the letter and says that that was not from her or her attorney. It's from Greg's attorney. But if you remember, Melissa, when she stormed out, called Greg and said, Greg, call your attorney. Mm -hmm. So just because it's his attorney, she's the one that told them to call. He wasn't sitting at the studio. He didn't know. Um, So I'm a bitch. You're in an interview and you say that, you know, Melissa's pretending like that not to know about the letter, which is very typical. And she never takes responsibility for her actions and she deflects on everything else. And Holly expresses her disappointment. Um, She feels like she's betrayed for receiving this letter from an attorney. And Melissa says she didn't send it. Well, Melissa also goes, that's fine. It's fine. Like when Holly's saying she feels betrayed, she's going, that's fine. Well, well, remember when Melissa says that, you know, she didn't do this because Mm -hmm. we're going to need it later on in the thing. Um, So we're in the dressing room and the girls are rehearsing the group dance and Abby's giving corrections. And do you see how pretty Paige's hair looks? Yeah. That's because I did it. Yeah. I needed to do it for interviews. Yeah. I, I love, I actually have, that's funny. I literally have a note right down there. I said, I love when the girl's hair is half up, half down. Yeah. I love them on stage like that. Yeah. Uh, So the hall runner or stage runner comes in and tells us that um, our group was going on five minutes. And yeah, I think it was her interview and she says that she's excited about the number. Um, she thinks it's creative, original, and she thinks it will stand out. Yeah. Do you think Kathy um, choreographed I do. numbers that she put on I the do. show? Do yeah, you? Yeah, she did. Because yeah. I know that one oh, couple yeah, of times she had, she had other choreographers come in. No, I think she did this one. Okay. I do. I think I know, it was just the way she said that. Like, it was like, she's creative. It's original. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just sounded yeah. kind of like that somebody else did it. I get what you're saying. I, I, I like this number. And I also like the costumes. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um. 
So we're all, you know, in the audience ready for the kids to go on. And Holly is in her, goes to interview and says that she's nervous, but hopes the girls will win. Chloe um, and Paige are hugging backstage. Yeah, and you see so a cute, cute shot of you and I. So it's like our girls, then us. Okay. So the girls go on and Abby, you know, says that she likes the group dance, um, that everyone leads themselves. Like, and they have their own special parts, mm-hmm. which we always did that very well. Yeah. Like, I, I like that too, because then I think it showed the best of what each kid could do. Mm-hmm. You know? And I like that this dance, they showed a lot of the dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the group finishes and Gianna and Melissa give another standing ovation. They were into those today. <laughs> Love that. I think anytime we dance against the candy apples, we really did kind of unite though, like as a team, which is, I like that. I wish the show was more of that. Like, yeah. yes, I fight with Abby. Yes. We're all like at each other's throats, but when we all came together, that was when I think like the girls excelled and we were fun and funny. And we said that how many times, like, I wish the show had been different. I do. Yeah. Don't we all. Yep. Uh, But so candy apples group number is announced and Abby goes on to interview and says that she doesn't think much of the number. Um, The theme and the costumes were very dark and she thinks that um, it was about a circus or something. So rude. It's so rude. She's so rude. <laughs> ah. And Kathy gets an interview and says that um Taylor is performing out of sync with the rest of the group and she is very concerned. She doesn't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, Taylor like grabs her ankle or something and like he runs falls. off the stage. He like falls and limbs. I mean, yeah. that poor girl, her ankle was broken. Yeah. Um so Kathy's in the audience and she's like, what is Taylor doing? Um, and the mom or what, whoever was next to her said that she thinks she hurt her ankle. Mm-hmm. Did you see Mike pizza carrying her off the stage? I did. Oh, and did you see you had a coffee cup in the audience? I did. Yes. Oh, I ah, no, nowhere to hide at this time. huh? No <laughs> steps. <laughs> You're such a bad. No steps to hide that cocktail. I put it under my seat a lot, though. Ugh. Yeah. Let me see how much you drank of that drink. I, I have barely drank any. You little wuss. You're a wuss bag. Right there. Oh, my you nails are my friend. Done. I am your friend. Look, I've but already had two of these. You, you had a coffee cup in the audience and you didn't give me one. You had a coffee I mean, cup. I'm drinking straight whiskey, and you're drinking uh, some fu- fuzzy little uh, girly nipple? drink. Is it a fuzzy nipple? No, it's like a little girly drink. Yes, but um, I just would like to point out to anybody who's listening who thought for one second when you said I'm in the audience with coffee cup and I didn't give you any, bitch. You were always the instigator of the coffee cup. After oh, lunch. I was not. You were so. You no, would like me. You go. Are you having a coffee cup? Are you having some mommy juice? Are you getting some <laughs> wine? And I'm like, yes, I am. And you're like, same. Yeah. That's not very nice of you. What? It's not nice of me to tell the truth. Because you're lying. You, I, oh, I guess it's just the instigator. <laughs> I am not lying. 
All right, let's keep going. So Candy Apples finish their dance and Mm -hmm. Kathy goes and, you know, leaves the audience and goes back and says, you know, like Taylor hurt her ankle. She fell off the stage and she's on our interview and says that like something just wasn't right. Yeah. And And the kids are all gathered around. They're all so upset. Like, I cannot imagine the anxiety that those children were under at all. Yeah. Yeah. And poor Taylor I, is just apologizing. I'm so sorry. I know that was that saddest part because then she was like, you know, that she felt like it was her fault. She they weren't going to win or something, you know. Yeah. But how about Kendall when she goes to her interview? What does she say? She goes, oh, um, Taylor looks really hurt. She's my teammate now. I hope she's okay. But did you hear how like um, scripted it sounded? Yes, like when she it was definitely that. a pickup. Yeah, sure. I thought so. Kathy gets her ass, screams and asks for an ice pack. Mm-hmm. And then Kathy's in her interview and says that um, Taylor is a tra- in a traumatic state. Um, she's hysterical and crying. And this could take her out of the dance thing for the whole season. But don't worry. so sad. Jill is there with Kendall, her little Kendall, as a replacement. Back it up, yeah. So the ambulance comes and they, you know, take Taylor. and. Um, Abby says that Taylor could be out and that's going to stink for them. And in her interview, she says not to be harsh, but um, she has to say on top of things and thinks that is going to think about Taylor's replacement. Mm-hmm. And Jill says that it's unfortunate that Taylor got injured, but Ka- fortunate for Kathy that Kendall <laughs> is available to just hop in her place. <laughs> ah. Oh, Jill. Jill. Yes. I just want to point out how much, how excited the producers were that there was an ambulance involved. Oh yeah. They were thrilled. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Blood ambulance. Damien. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go to the group awards and, um, you're, you're surprised that we didn't get first and you thought the number was good. I thought the number was very good too. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we get third, we got third place. Yeah. And the candy apples didn't place at all, which I also was surprised because they they knew somebody was hurt. So they shouldn't have like took points off for that. Yeah. And I thought the dance was good. And when you watch the clips of like other competitors at that competition, I think as someone who has sat at 7 billion dance competitions, that both of those groups were very good. Yeah. Yeah. But Abby says in her interview that it's the height of the competition season and that the ALDC is hit or miss. And then I say in my interview that I'm surprised that we got third. I thought it was better than other dances that we have been doing. And I thought they should have got first because I did think the choreography was very good on that. Mm-hmm. And as Abby's leaving the dressing room, she decides to steal the pizza. Oh my God. How about the way she's holding it up and down? <laughs> like, yeah. Every drop of cheese <laughs> fell off of that pizza. It all slid down to the bottom. So you know she was in her hotel room picking up pepperoni and just dripping it in her mouth. Uh-huh. I I actually have a picture of it somewhere because she was holding it like a book. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I so, wrote, how is she holding this? Yeah. But Abby leaves with the pizza and then we get blessed with Kathy coming in and oh she has a gift. 
I wish it was for me. I like presents. Me too. Oh, you just want a diamond ring. I'll take anything. But, <laughs> um, you know, she said, Kathy says that a little birdie chirped in her ear and told her that she was engaged and she wanted to give her a present. And Melissa is like, you know, we're not talking about this. I don't know how many times I have to tell people um, to stay out of my personal life. Mm. And I don't know. I think I get in an argument with her where I'm like at the end and I'm like, um, I say something like we can say anything we want. And she's like, well, then say it, Christy, because I was talking about the fact that you're on a reality show. We can say whatever we want. But I do want to point out that when Melissa left the room, uh, she was not wearing shoes, nor did she put shoes on. So she wasn't going home? She was barefoot walking out into the room. And I would just like to say, I have been called white trash on TV about eight times already. And I have never left the room without shoes. I'm just saying. (laughs) But here was my point about earlier to remember that Melissa, you know, we, we heard her say greg call the lawyer then we go to lunch and she says it wasn't my lawyer it was greg and now she's telling kathy no we can't talk about this and she's like no really like call my lawyer oh yeah yeah so i didn't even catch that yeah so it's kind of like so what what is it what is it did you call your lawyer or didn't you again i go back to what's frustrating is we're on a reality show well, that's why I love when you say well, we, we can ask you whatever we want. We can say whatever we want. And we can. And so do they. Like, people ask me whatever they want. And Abby said in an interview. We were dumb, Christy. We should have got a, a lawyer to protect us. Yes. And well. we wouldn't have been in the positions we are. But the show also wouldn't have been what it is. <coughs> no. And it wouldn't have, like projected some of these girls into the stratosphere. So that was always my argument. Like your kids are always told they're the most amazing and we're the ones fighting who are getting the ratings. How is this fair? Like, how is it fair? And the thing that was different is Melissa had Abby on her side and Abby would never, like, it was always made that we were these assholes. But she had Abby on her side because she didn't have to fight her. Mm-hmm. I that's the only reason why I know I know which is where the frustration comes in and it's like it, there's so many other words to describe how we felt other than the word jealous and that's always the word you went back to was I jealous of talent no was I jealous of the situation of course because yeah. it was so unfair yeah Anyway, all right. How many drinks did you need to make it through this episode? I don't know. I didn't feel like I needed any. Mm -mm. No, it was easy. Yeah. Nah. I mean, I don't think there was anything. I I don't feel that we did anything wrong by asking Melissa why she didn't have her ring on. No, no. And I can, I don't know if it was this episode. I think it might be one. No, actually, you know what? It was last week's episode. When we were in Pittsburgh, because we were doing fire and ice, I remember us. Do you remember us standing in the bathroom filming a scene for like 45 minutes with Melissa? Cause they wanted us to like go after her about the engagement. And we just wouldn't. Yeah. You they always that? wanted us to. 
And we were like, no, like that just feels gross. And, um, and, and they were like, so frustrated with us. And I'm like, I'm not saying that, you know, cause yeah. they were like, it's your boss say this. And I'm like, I'm not saying it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, all right. So, um, okay. Bottom of the pyramid for outfits. I have Holly. What did she have on? She had on that lime green jacket upstairs. It was kind of like a, like a pea green color. And it was kind of like, like a silk kind of, you know, that's ugly. I I didn't like it. Sorry, Holly. I don't remember that, but that color is not good on anyone. All right. What about top of the pyramid? Well, I know it's not me. It's never me. I liked my dress at competition. Wait, what did you have on? It was black. It was kind of tight at the bottom and then blousey at the top. And then under the arm, it had like um, beads. It's I don't cute. Remember it all. all right. I, I believe you. Yay. Top of the pyramid. Yay. Did you have any misdemeanors or felonies? No. Yeah. Maybe just that I didn't have a, a cup in the audience and you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What were your favorite quotes? My friend is not very nice. Whatever. What were your favorite quotes? Uh, I liked when Kathy said, um, we all know who the clown is and she lives in Pennsylvania. I liked when we said, when you said, what's that street with all the bars called? And I said, rehab. (laughs) Yeah. And... There was another one I just checked. Where is it? Um, I put a little star next to it. Oh, I liked when Holly said Abby's fabricating it. It's all a lie. Just because I like when Holly says things that I want to say, but people believe it when it comes out of Holly's mouth, not mine. Exactly. Um, Oh, I did like when Holly said uh, that she's hesitant about excitement and happy news. When you said, well, Abby's in the building, which is makes it way more surprising. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, there was another one. Uh, 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 I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, fabricating. It's all a lie. I did store that one. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that was it. I did like rehab. Um, My ears hurt. I mean, I liked when I said friends don't sue friends. Oh, I did like that too. Yeah. yeah friends don't sue friends. I, no. I've never sued a friend in my life. No. So that's about it. Well, we have a diamond ring to discuss over on the Patreon. <laughs> Shall we go over there? Yes, we should. Okay. Well, we'll catch you guys on the Patreon and we'll see you next week. But wait, first we have to say, so this one comes out like right before Christmas. I'm not sure what the Christmas schedule looks like because we have Christmas and holidays and weddings and bleh. so New Year's and right. We will, we, if depending on where we decide and where we land, if we don't see you in the next week or two, we'll be back with bells on for the new year, Yay. but you never know. Like maybe we'll show up. Maybe we have a special episode on Patreon. You never can tell because you know why? We're not exactly planning kind of girls. We go live by the seat of our (laughs) That's for sure. So we'll let you know. But in the meantime, happy holidays if we don't see you. Yes. Big hugs and kisses. I hope Santa's put you on the good list. I'm not sure about us. Uh, I'm thinking we're on the bad. 
Naughty list for the win. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. at least at least you'll be in the pit next to me in hell. At least I'm on the list, right? I'd yeah. rather. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.